streets of old Milwaukee? What about Granny in the streets? What about the dinosaurs? What about the snake button? What about the snake button? The snake button, in some form, is going to be making the trip. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Big announcement regarding travel out of Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport. A game changer. Oh, it's a big, pretty white plane with red stripes and curtains in the window and wheels, and it looks like a big Tylenol. There's a news release and everything, Eric, which makes it a big deal. It does. Yes. Milwaukee County takes lead in supporting hometown airport. That's the headline of the news release. County announced a new travel policy that requires employees traveling on county business to always fly into and out of Mitchell. Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley, quote, This is a logical change when county employees travel for work. They must use our community's airport. If we all choose MKE over a Chicago airport, we could add dozens of new flights, hundreds of new jobs, and millions of dollars to the Wisconsin economy rather than sending those dollars to Illinois. Point well taken, I think. Okay, if I'm being fair to him, it's a leadership issue. He's saying we're setting the example. We hope local companies, if you're a big local company, we'll follow our lead. Yes, that you will choose to fly out of Mitchell, which I imagine most of them probably do anyway for the most part. How much work are we doing out of state, though, for Milwaukee County? Well, I mean, are we was, sending a lot of people out? Yes, thank you. That was my first question. How, much, how many people are traveling outside of the state? How many people are flying around I mean, on the Milwaukee County, county dime on big county business that this moves the needle in Although any I, measurable way? I suppose, I, I bet the sheriff... I know that sheriff's passed. I don't know if uh, Sheriff Ball does it as much yet, but I know that other sheriffs, I suppose, have gone to conventions and whatnot. Okay, so she gets a convention. A couple others get a convention. Yeah. Maybe, but, like, is this a large amount? Is the, is the out-of-state travel budget for Milwaukee County going to move the needle at Milwaukee Mitchell? I First of all, I hope not. I mean, I guess my first <laughs> is no, but I guess secondly is if it is... What are we doing over there? But I'm all for I I love the Milwaukee airport. I'll go out of MKE as much as possible. But I also like direct flights. No question. I I love our airport as well. I'll actually credit the county. It's one of the things they do best, mm-hmm. right? Milwaukee County, uh, Milwaukee Mitchell is under county oversight. And one of the things we do best, I love to fly in and out of our airport. But I'll raise yet a third point is if <laughs> If the county is doing this copious amount of traveling out of state, shouldn't they be trying to save as much money as possible? <laughs> and if you got a cheaper flight by boarding the dollar bus to O'Hare and catching a flight there, shouldn't we be trying to do that? I mean, like, which way do you want it? But either way, it's not good. We're traveling so much that we need to save money here. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I know it was supposed to be a leadership thing. We hope other local count, uh, companies will travel out of Mitchell but still, if there's a spot in the nowhere left to cut county budget, I'd look first at out-of-state travel, no matter where you're flying to. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Sports sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After a rough road trip out west, the Brewers were back at home Monday at American Family Field and got comfy in the seventh inning. The pitch, high fly ball, deep right field. Back goes Hayward at the track. Gone! Willie Adamas with the exclamation point here in the seventh. A three-run shot, and it is 9-1 Brewers. 
Lane Grindle on the call right here on WTMJ as Willie hit number 101 to break the score open. The Brewers used a six-run seventh inning to break it open and behind a very strong start from Freddie Peralta, who went six strong innings. Milwaukee took care of the Dodgers Monday night by a final score of 9-3. to three. Yeah, he, I mean, he was excellent tonight. Very good lineup. And, uh, you know, I thought he, the fastball was just really good tonight. Um, and, and he did it largely with a fastball tonight. Him pitching the way he has and and is um, is you know that that you know you're looking forward to his start every time because he's he's delivering. Milwaukee will look to make it three in a row tonight against the Los Angeles Dodgers at American Family Field. Coverage begins right here on WTMJ at six oh five. Eric Lauer is expected to get the start for the Brew Crew over the NFL, where the Packers got to look at what their future could be like with the rookie minicamp over the weekend. Matt Lafleur also getting his first look at. First-round pick Lucas Van Ness in the green and gold. Yeah, he's big. He's fast. He's explosive. Again, another young player that I think has his best football will be in front of him. Um, he's got a lot to learn, and you can tell he's he's got the heart. He's He's got the drive, and we're going to push him each and every day to try to get him there as fast as humanly possible. But, you know, he's, he's going to be a fun guy to work with. The NFL schedules will be released on Thursday. Some notable changes coming your way. For the schedules this year, if you're a season ticket holder, you might want to pay attention here. A Black Friday game for the first time ever. So a couple games on Thanksgiving, then Black Friday there's going to be a game. All games are up for bidding this year, meaning games do not belong to networks anymore. That means the Packers will not only be on Fox, they could be on CBS and NBC. All those games are up for bidding. And teams can be on Thursday Night Football now, not once, but twice as we heard earlier here on Wisconsin's morning news and finally not all teams are guaranteed to have a prime time spot and they're even talking about monkeying around with that Brandon we're late in the season they might be able to flex games not just from Sunday afternoon to Sunday right. night but to a Thursday right that's going to th- screw things up not big good. time for fans nope. the NFL just get you're doing such a good job NFL don't get in right your way. Stay out of your own way. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be one of the top things we talk about at 8 o'clock this morning. We'd love some thoughts from you. Coming up next, the snake button will be in the new Milwaukee Public Museum when it opens in 2026. That and additional details revealed next. Information due out later today about another one of those permanent galleries that will be part of the future Milwaukee Public Museum. The announcement is due later this morning. But, Eric, WTMJ has learned the gallery will feature a familiar and popular carryover. There will definitely be a snake button, and we're thinking at least one of them are located here. The snake uh, button. <laughs> yes. Whew. Add that to a, a list of things that folks who love our museum were concerned about when we learned there was going to be a new museum and they weren't basically picking up the old museum and dropping it in a new building, right? Streets of old Milwaukee. What about Granny in the streets? What about the dinosaurs? What about the snake button? What about the snake button? The snake button in some form, is going to be making the trip. It'll be featured in the space called Living in a Dynamic World. This will be the fourth of five permanent galleries to be unveiled as the museum is opening the new building in 26. So MPM has been, you know, usually a few weeks apart or so doing one of these reveals where they have video and they have sketches Mm -hmm. and descriptions of the new galleries. And we're almost through. 
As I mentioned, this is number four of five to be unveiled. Just as we've taken you on a tour around Wisconsin, we've taken you on a tour around Milwaukee, we've taken you back in time. Now we want to take you on a world tour. So that's Helen Diviak. She's from Think Design. That's the company created the galleries and exhibits in the new museum. You'll hear more as well from Think Design's Arande Wright. Not everybody has this yet. This information was shared with me before the news conference and a full reveal coming up at 9.30 this morning. So what else can I tell you at this point? More on the snake button in a moment, but you heard Helen mention a world tour. So this is like geography, geology, and sociology all coming together in a series of immersive experiences. In this world tour, we're looking at a diversity of landscapes, from the Arctic landscapes to deserts to grasslands, and looking at who lives there, what lives there, and how do these landscapes impact how life is lived there, from habits to habitats. So land, animals, people. How are we all hanging out in these different areas, right? right? And so they're going to cover the Arctic, Islands, grasslands, mountains, and deserts. Deserts is your, where you will find the beloved snake button. So there's even a sketch that you can look at, and you can text the word museum to the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620 that shows like a kid reaching for a button. <laughs> Looks just like we all know, love, and remember at the museum. So text the word museum to the old National Bank talk and text line and we'll show you the sketches and renderings that are available right now. How are you feeling about it? I, I like it. I've, I've liked everything they've put out so far. And another thing in this desert area of the uh, dynamic world will be a permanent exhibit on ancient Egypt. We really want to focus on ancient burial practices and the ancient Egyptian understanding of uh, the afterlife. You know, being able to look at the the mummies and the sarcophagi and really give the context about, you know, why did that practice come into play? How did the environment lead people to preserve their loved ones in this state? And this is the area of the museum that will also include two what they're calling f- like flexible exhibit spaces. One of them is three stories high where they can rotate out items from the museum's vast collection. How many artifacts? Uh, it's going to be more have? than a thousand. Four million. Now, some of those might be like a little arrowhead, right? Still a thing, though. To the full dinosaur bones. Four million artifacts. We virtually see, we never see any of those hardly, right? So they're going to be able to rotate them in and out of these two spaces. And it really all comes back to being able to carry over some of the things that we love, like the snake button, but also making the new museum new. As always, we are looking at ways to bring what is nostalgic and what's powerful and pe- what people remember to the future museum. But we'll also say there's always going to be some surprises. So you can see what we've got so far. Text the word museum to the old national bank talk and text line museum to 855-616-1620 to have a look. The next and final big reveal is for the rainforest gallery. That will include the butterflies. What about the butterflies? They will include the butterflies. And that one is coming up May 23rd. You know, we'll have the scoop on Wisconsin's Morning News. There will definitely be a snake button. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brewers manager Craig Council joins us live next on Brewers 360. He got tossed out of the game Saturday night. He was right. I'll let that play out here for you. And now Craig is getting fired up at the crew chief Chris Cuccioni. And Craig Council just got ejected. 
Again, this all stems from the initial first pitch as Quentin Berry is now arguing and Pat Murphy is coming out and now Connor Dawson, the hitting coach, is coming out. This is <laughs> this has been handled so poorly by this umpiring crew. All kinds of people were out of the dugout, all kinds of umpires talking, conferencing. Council's hat was off. As it should have been. Which I think is a pro move because you want to be able to get right up yes. in umpire's face. You don't want that bill getting in the way. <laughs> right. So we'll ask him about that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind home runs from Willie Adamas and Joey Weimer, the Brewers win their second game in a row. This one after defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers by a final score of 9-3. Milwaukee is right back at it tonight against L.A. Coverage begins right here on WTMJ beginning at 6.05. Eric Lauer is expected to get the start. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Sophia Minnert is our guest on Mondays. How much do you think he wants me to ask him about this again on Tuesday? Less than zero. A lot? A lot? No. <laughs> I think yeah, I think there I think there are plenty of other things that you could talk to him about. Well, wish me luck, because I'm doing it. <laughs> and Brewers manager Craig Council is our guest on this Tuesday morning. Morning, Craig. Good morning. Okay, so I want to talk about Saturday night. You're getting tossed. The hat was off. You're up in people's grills, and they let you stay out on the field a long time, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, we was, I mean, I had something to say, so I was out in the field talking to the umpire. Uh, what I loved about it was, A, you were right. Everybody knew you were right. Did that, do you think, play into the decision for, because sometimes when guys get run, it's like, okay, I've said my piece, and into the dugout you go. But, man, it felt like a long time while that was still getting sorted out. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, there's, it was an argument, so we were we were we had a disagreement, but I had something to say, and it kept going, and that's how it worked. So, when you get tossed, like, what do you do? You go check out about check up on email when you go back in. Like, do you do you use the time to your advantage, or what happens back in there? No, I mean you're just you're just doing the game still, and uh, you know, I mean you're a little heated, obviously, and. And then uh, trying to figure it out, but uh, the other game's still going on, so you're still still locked into the game. Well, that situation obviously highlighted some problems that we have when we run into these new rules and all that. Does the team then work with the league to say, "Hey, you know, heads up, we we want to make sure we can clarify this so we don't run into an issue again in the future"? No, I mean, in that in this scenario, it's, there's there's probably still a disagreement there and still a difference of opinion um and and a lot of times that's how it probably ends up so you just you move on you get that's how it has to work and um there there's a lot of rules in the game there's a lot of uh room for interpretation and unfortunately in this situation um you know we're probably still in disagreement here Brewers manager Craig Council, our guest here on Brewers 360. Okay, so no, no one would argue that the front end of the road trip was pretty rough, but you do manage to salvage one in San Francisco before coming home, Craig, and then a nice win against the Dodgers. How important was it, you know, when you go on a little bit of a skid to get that last win on the road and, and sort of set the tone for coming home? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know if it's like that. I think, I think we've, 
it's more of just we won a game. We needed we needed uh, we need wins, um, and and so that's that's the most important thing. I mean, there's no you know set the tone, whatever. We're, we just need wins, and um, we had, we had, had a rough trip in terms of that. Um, played a good game on Sunday and got a win, so um, that that's what's most important. The streaks and all that stuff. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes the bad ones. Um, you try to shorten them and win as many games as you can, but, um, you know, that's the most important thing is just, just rack up wins, no matter how you do it, who you do it against, just rack up wins. Uh, speaking of wins, Craig, uh, Freddie Peralta has just been a, a staple into the rotation this year for you. You've dealt with some injuries. Uh, Corbin off to a little bit of a slow start. Obviously, Brandon Woodruff. What can you say about uh, the job Freddie has done to start this season here? Yeah, he's been awesome for sure. Um, I think that's seven starts, six of the seven have been absolutely, you know, outstanding. So um, he's off to a great start in the year. Not surprised. And he, since the first day of spring training, you know, that, that's been a locked in pitcher and, and a healthy pitcher. And, and um, he's taken his game really to another level. I think this is the best that he's thrown the ball in his, in his entire career. So it's fun to see. Um, we got to keep him going and keep him in a healthy place. And uh, if he does, he's going to have a, continue to have a great season. All right, Craig. So Saturday is Star Wars night at American Family Field. And last week I posed the question to Vince. I asked him who was the most underrated character in the Star Wars franchise. I said it was Admiral Akbar because he leads the rebellion there at the end in Jedi and gets rid of the Death Star. You said, Vince... Who's... Salacious B. Crumb. That's that clowny, like, little monkey guy in Jabba's lair. Which goes, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a very serious answer, but that's the one you gave. <laughs> He's totally underrated. Skip, who is the most underrated character in the Star Wars franchise? But I have no idea who any of those people are. <laughs> so, so, I, I know Me and you Luke both, Skywalker Skip. Skywalker and Han Solo. That's about it. So that's, that's all I got for you. <laughs> Brewers manager Craig Council, our guest. The Star Wars night coming up on Saturday. The Uke Skywalker bobblehead is the giveaway. Best of luck here as we face the Dodgers and then Kansas City coming to town this weekend. Thanks, Skip. All right, you got it. 10 to 8 here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher is up next. Nerds! Idea Man. I signed up for biomolecular chemistry, like legitimately. Innovative. Music was always the class at Wisconsin. <laughs> if you went into one of those big lecture halls and it was Michael LeCrone's class, you were going to see athletes everywhere. And Packers Hall of Famer. I'll say this, I'm still not very musical. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. I'm going to start talking about this, and I'm going to take calls on it, Tausch, later this morning. The possibility that the NFL is considering, well, the NFL is considering this possibility, that late in the season, games could be flexed, not just from Sunday afternoon to Sunday night, but from a Sunday to a Thursday, and all of a sudden a surprise a couple of weeks out, maybe more on your schedule. Oh, by the way, the tickets that you have for Sunday's game, they're for Thursday night now. Yeah, I think the NFL needs to tread very carefully. I, I understand that Sunday uh, it could be a 325 or an 8 o'clock kick. I think, that we, we, I think all fans can kind of even get their head wrapped around that. You cannot do this from the NFL standpoint. I don't even like the idea because – 
they're already talking about going Sunday to Monday, which is ridiculous because people travel and you set you you set things up. Let's take for instance the Las Vegas game. People are going to have to go out there. They're going to fly, and then you're going to move it from a Sunday to a Monday. People got to get back to work. You better tread carefully because if you look around, Lambeau is a bubble. It's insulated. It's full every week. Go ahead and look at some of these other teams in December. You know, look at Washington, who's already dropped, I think, 30,000 uh, seats, put tarps up because they couldn't fill it. You you lose out already to TV on almost all of this. Stop kind of urinating on the fans. And by doing this, that's what you're saying is, tough luck, you're going to do what we say. Maybe be a little bit more cautious when you're talking about flex. You cannot flex a Sunday to Thursday. can't happen. But as a standard fan who may not be at the game, it's kind of awesome to know that the Thursday night game would be a good one, though, right? Um, We're going to watch Thursday games anyways. You're telling me if the Packers are playing on a Thursday, you're going to watch it. Um, Yeah, that's what the NFL is thinking. And when you start looking around, there's a couple teams that are building new stadiums. The Bears used to kind of be the lowest rung with sixty or sixty-five thousand people that would you know can sit. You're seeing more and more stadiums getting built smaller and smaller because this is becoming all of. It's always been about TV the last twenty-five or thirty years, and if you start doing this, yeah, if you're a great team and your fan base is super loyal, people will plug their nose and go and do it. But you better be careful. And yes, we will watch on TV, but. I do think the value of tickets and things like that are going to drop if you continue to not care what fans are doing. Tausch, when you're looking at the uh, the uh, this week for the NFL, the schedule's coming out on Thursday. As a former player, number one, do you guys care what the schedule looks like? Number two, if you do care, what are you looking for? Maybe a road trip uh, throughout the season. What's the uh, schedule release on your end as a former player look like? So you always look first for where's the buy, and then where can we yep. you know sneak away and get on a when's go my, whether it's a vacation off? or whatnot. Yeah, when is our week off, and what day can we trip plan on that? But it's always the opener. I think that always sets the tone. And then for me, uh, I would always look if there was a Julius Peppers or you know a Michael Strahan. It would be okay. Uh, when do we play those guys? That it, you, you want it to be for me. I always wanted to play. Those speed, tough defensive ends late in the season. Get it sloppier. Those those were the things. You look at some individual matchups, obviously the divisional games, but really the big things, the big takeaways are always bye week, do you have a Thursday night game? And then I guess now it sounds like it doesn't matter because it could be a Sunday game that turns into a Thursday game. And then it's that opener because immediately you start already thinking, and I know the coaches will already start thinking about game planning, what that might look like. Yeah, I'm with you on the on the whole schedule thing, Tausch. I mean, not just because of the Thursday night, but you know, like I said, I've I've been volunteering in concessions. I did it at Lambeau. I've done it at American Family Field. You tell me I'm booked for a, a Sunday noon start, and then you want to kick me to a Thursday night? Like that's a non-starter. I feel for. We've talked about the NFL being a show. A lot of other people besides just the players and the coaches and whatever are involved in putting on this show. Got to be hard from an administrative standpoint too. Yeah, it's the administrate, it's the hotels, it's all of yeah. the businesses, and you start talking about the bars up in Green Bay, and all of a sudden you got to reshift. There's so many moving parts, and that's why I just think, you know what? Don't do this. Don't do it.
Mark Townshire with us every morning at 10 to 8. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. Sounds good, guys. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. Wisconsin cities could soon be encouraged to shrink home lot sizes and stop mandating sidewalks to lower the cost of new home construction. State bills with those and other housing policies.